Welcome to Stories That Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel. Stories That Shape Us is a daily podcast where I share my perspective on how different experiences influence our view of self, how we interact with others, and how we show up in the world. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Stories That Shape Us. In today's story, I want to talk about how to keep your body safe, how to keep your body feeling safe. I saw, and it's influenced by a post I saw today on social media. And it was a question that says, how do I tell my body, I'm going to paraphrase because I don't remember it exactly, but it's how do I tell my body that it's, that how do I help my body not go into fight or flight when I get a letter? So for, so uh, the person gets, letters are difficult to open. Lots of people struggle with that, a sense of fear of, danger or uh, just f- people go in fight or flight, you might recognize it by a text message from a certain person, uh, uh, a phone call from somebody, a letter that's come through the post, uh, a telephone call from your doctor, different things will send us in fight or flight. But open it, opening an email, for example, so some things that are everyday things for some people might be triggering for you and it's really important to know when you're triggered and what the triggers are but what we don't want is for so many things to trigger us because that means we're constantly living in fight or flight we're constantly our our bodies our nervous system is constantly under pressure our organs are under pressure and the body can't hold up for long under that kind of stress it really is harmful to the body so we want to know, I'm, what I'm going to talk through today is how to keep yourself safe, how to keep yourself in a safe place, meaning not necessarily physical safety, but emotional safety. How do you regulate when, you, when you're in fight or flight? So it's not about whether or not we go. I believe we all get out of our safe place every now and again, depending on our triggers, depending on what's going on in our lives, depending on, you know, different things will take us out and get us into uh, our trauma response. But we want to be able to, what's important is is knowing how to get ourselves back. So if you are somebody who struggles with the email that comes in, you struggle with the letter, you struggle with making phone calls, you struggle with receiving phone calls, you struggle with some things that other people consider mundane. It doesn't have to be mundane for you. And you don't, have, don't measure it against how other people feel. If it's difficult for you, then it's difficult for you. And so what's really important is that you understand that it's difficult and know what to do in order to feel better. So that's what we do. So here is what I want you to know as well. Our bodies will create scenarios to help it feel safe again. And, and we do the, by, that by telling ourselves stories. And even in the stories that we tell ourselves to help us to feel safe again, there might be lots of negative messages, might be lots of uh, things that are not true, but we tell ourselves these stories in order to help ourselves feel safe again. So when we're, when we're triggered, this is when this often happens. When we experience pain, we get used to a certain kind of pattern. And, you know, that, that pain can be layered but sometimes certain things are familiar, even though they might not be healthy coping mechanisms, they are familiar and they bring us a false sense of safety. So the familiar might bring us a false sense of safety. So this might be 
a certain relational pattern that you have. You know that certain people are not the best friends to have, but you struggle with letting them go because it gives a false sense of belonging and you need that. And so we need that. And so you stay. So there are certain things that gives us a false sense of safety. And because of that, we recreate these patterns over and over again to get that feeling. So even though when you start to heal and look back at it, you realize that actually that was not safe. That wasn't a good thing for me. But because it was familiar, we find ways of recreating it over and over again. We, we even recreate scenarios to, to give us that false sense of safety because it's familiar and change can be difficult. So here's something that you would need to do in order to help yourself. Truth. Truth sets us free. Truth can help you change the pattern, not become comfortable in living in fight or flight. Change, uh, truth rather can help you to do that. And this kind of truth sometimes might be really difficult to face. So it might need that you, you have a therapist who you trust to challenge you. It might be that you have friends who can trust to challenge you to almost wake you up and get you out of the place that you're in where you are agreeing and when you're feeling like this is safe this is good i'm going to stay here so um change can be like swimming up river like you're fighting a bull and you're trying to gain control um but know that you can you can gain control you can swim up river and what i say is normally the river will turn in your direction as well so that's one cognitive process that i want you to think about telling yourself the truth what's the truth about this pattern what, is, what are the things that I'm hiding from that I'm not allowing myself to become familiar with? So that's one. Another thing to do is to ground yourself by being, focusing on what's present, being, in, being present. So if you're sitting down, make sure that your feet are firmly planted on the ground. Make sure that you're feeling the armrest of the chair if there's one. Uh, just focus on breathing in and out slowly and focus on what you can hear in the room, what you can see in the room what you can touch in the room, because that will bring you back to the present. When we're triggered, when we're worried about the, the mail that have come through the post and we're triggered, we're not in the present because then we're in the emotional brain and we're remembering maybe times when we've run out of money, times when we've not had enough, times when we have to do without, and all of that kind of things is happening. And it can, that can be overwhelming, it can be really overwhelming. So it's important to do these things to ground yourself. So before, even before you can tell yourself the truth, you might need to study your nervous system and get access back to your frontal lobe where you'll remember that you need to go do tell yourself the truth. So deep breathe in and out slowly. If you recognize that I'm triggered, there's certain emails that triggers me because of the contents of the email or because of the interaction that you've had with these people or this person. And so that might trigger you. It's okay. It's important to know when you're triggered and know what to do. So the first thing you do is to deep breathe. Just relax. Just talk yourself down. Deep breathe and relax. Foot firmly planted on the floor because you're grounding yourself in the present, right? And as you do that, you get access to your front so you can think. You said, hang on a minute. Let me, you know, you can tell yourself the truth and you can pull yourself back. So those are some of the things to do when you want to, in order to help yourself to, to manage your fight or flight place. Don't be daunted by fight or flight or feelings of anxiousness. Don't allow it to dictate how you respond, how you are. Just know that you can gain control. The emotions won't always be in control. 
you can gain control and you can dictate how your body and your mind responds. Responds. Of course, it's going to take time, but one day at a time, as you practice these tools day by day, then they become a part of your normal way of relating. Thank you for joining me in Stories That Shape Us. I hope you'll join me on the next story.